Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, and today I have the honor of speaking with Gilmore Estates and their founder, Chris Gilmore. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing well. How about yourself? Doing great. I know you are a new project on Hedera, and you already have recently minted out one of your collections. I'd love to know a little more about you and really what inspired the creation of Gilmore Estates on HBAR. That's not a problem. So my name is Chris Gilmore. I'm the owner and operator of Gilmore Estates Incorporated. We are a real estate holding company. We buy, sell, rent out real estate properties. Um, right now we are launched in New Jersey. We're looking to outreach to right now Florida and many other places. Um, so right now we have on the private side, we have multiple uh, you know, multifamily houses, apartment buildings and single family homes. On the private uh, public side of our company, which is the Web3 and specifically on Hedera, we have a one tokenized asset. Uh, we just started minting it. Uh, it's a multi-level NFT, so there's diamond all the way down through bronze. So right now on Kabila, diamond and gold are minted out. We're working on promoting and marketing the silver and the bronzes right now to get them sold out. Regardless, the, the first rev share payments of those go out August 1st. So uh, regardless of if we're minted out on silver or bronze, holders are still going to get their revenue shared uh, the first of the month. Um, uh, we, we plan on... That's amazing. I just want to say congratulations on stalling both of those out. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, we, like, like you said, we're new to Hedera, so... Um, we're just trying to get our name out there and trust in the community. We, we believe that's one of the large things in this. And, you know, I just want the community to know that this is a lifelong dream of mine. This is, I'm building something not only for me, not only for the Hedera community, but for my son and my grandchildren. And I'm trying to pass down uh, not only the project and the company, but knowledge. Uh, you know, I want a lot of people what to get out of this is to not be scared to invest in real estate. Uh, once you gain the knowledge, it's not as hard as people think. You know, you can get down to it with not even really investing your own money into real estate. You you could just leverage your money. Um, and, you know, I don't recommend leveraging money all the time for loans, only when you're purchasing assets that generate monthly revenue and cash flow. Um, so, that, that's, uh, you know, what, what we're big into is the knowledge base of it. And that's one of the things that we are working on is a learn to earn platform where we'll be releasing and we're working with publishers on publishing academic books, uh, basically how to's on starting an estate holding company, how to structure it properly through uh, trusts and uh, other entities owning the companies so that when, unfortunately, you do pass away, you can leave your estate to your family without the same tax burdens that uh, you would if you left it in a wheel or something like that. Um, so the, the Learn to Earn platform. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, more about the Learn to Earn platform. So we're going to be releasing these academic books, you know, how-tos on forming your estate company, purchasing assets, and everything that goes into hold, uh, a holding company. And uh, when you purchase our books, it gives you access to our platform. And there'll be uh, weekly quizzes that you can partake in. And when you get a passing grade on this quiz, you earn our native token, the G coin, in order to uh, you, you'll later be able to stake that on real estate assets, real world assets, and get a certain APR 
on your staked coin. Wow. And so kind of diving into this, uh, this G coin, how, do, how does this play a role, you know, in the whole entire ecosystem besides, you know, learning to earn? Is there any other aspects besides that that will play a vital role within? Yeah, so on our launch pad, uh, there, there's going to be multiple different uh, real-world assets, whether it's a single-family home, uh, multi-family home, apartment building, commercial real estate, whatever it is. You're going to have two different options to invest in this. You're either going to be able to buy an NFT, and that'll gain you actual equity and monthly revenue from that property. Or if you don't have that much capital and you're looking to invest a low amount or even you're looking to profit off of a um, an APY-based structure, uh, you'll be able to take our G-Coin, you purchase it, you swap it with HBARD, purchase our G-Coin, and then you would stake it against wh- whichever property you want. And when you, you when the, on the launch pad, it'll show the property and it'll break down every single piece of information that you need in order to make a good judgment call on what you're looking to invest in. Uh, there'll be some that are, you know, higher APYs, and there's going to be some that are for more long-term holds on your money. Um, you know, some of them are going to fluctuate, you know, be, depending on what the market in that area is like um, and what the the housing market is doing. And there's going to be some that are larger properties that are going to be more of a mid-level APY, and but that's going to be a stable. It's not going to move because... That, that asset isn't really going to fluctuate too much. Gotcha. That makes sense. So now I'd love to ask, I mean, so how many properties do, do you currently own that would be kind of used towards Skillmore Estates on Hedera? And, you know, what is your experience like within the real estate markets? How long have you been, you know, investing, buying, purchasing properties and whatnot? Like how long have you been in this game for? Absolutely. So we started in the, the real estate business. Um, my background, I, I went to uh, New York Institute of Technology for architectural engineering. Um, and that's kind of what got me started. That was back in, I graduated in 2014, 2015. Uh, uh, that was the school year. So technically 2015, I graduated. And in 2016, that's when I started real estate investing. I started with purchasing a property under an FHA loan and a 203K renovation loan. And I renovated that property. I had to live in the property for a full year in order to uh, qualify to uh, sell it or do anything with it because of how an FHA loan operates. So normally when you purchase real estate, you want to flip that, uh, either get a tenant in it or sell it within six months because of the amount the mortgage costs. It's just draining some of your profits. So um, what I did was since it was a year old, I thought it would be better to sell that property first in order to get the capital, in order to leverage that capital, file what's called a 1038 exchange in order to roll your investment into a larger investment. So that's how we started. And in the in the beginning, I had to learn a lot of knowledge. So it, it was kind of slow. So I did get into the, uh, you know, my, my grandmother, she's big into real estate investing. She's a big wig at Coldwell Banker. Um, that's a big uh, lending platform um, in, in America. And uh, what she she gave me advice and she advised me, like, what you want to do in order to be a real estate investor is learn the, every single level of it. She says, so I recommend for the time being, you spend a couple of years learning the ins and outs, A, the construction side of it. Go get a construction job, learn what the cost of material is, learn what the labor costs are, you know, the different issues that you can run into in building and renovating houses, especially older properties. 
And so I took her advice. I got a construction job, did that for about two years. Then I got into a, a local union for electrical. And I started learning the ins and outs of the electrical side of it. Made a lot of contacts throughout my journey doing all of this. And as the time was going on, you know, I was starting to reinvest this money, purchased larger investments. And I did the four flips. I purchased four properties over the span of three years. And I flipped those properties, got the renovation done between four to six months and got these properties out. Now, uh, as of 2020, we registered the business, the estate as an S-Corp, and we started accumulating assets that can generate monthly revenue. And right right now, we've got one apartment building that has 25 um, doors to it. We've got uh, two multifamily wow. houses and uh, three single-family home houses and one on the uh, pri- uh, public side right now. And this this was all utilizing portfolios and behind you right now. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, I've had a lot of help through the journey. Like I said, you know, my my grandmother has helped a, a, a tremendous amount. And uh, you know what what I've learned through this entire process is an estate is basically you're leveraging your family and your network and your connectivities and building together with all of them. And my honest opinion about an estate, I feel like everybody should have their own estate company, whether uh, you have one piece of property that you live in or you have multiple properties. You know, I don't feel like properties were ever meant to be necessarily sold unless the market tells you to sell. Uh, you know, it's an investment just like you're investing in the stock market or in the crypto market. You know, you don't want to sell low. You want to sell high. So and you don't want to hold the bag at the top, yeah. you know, so. It's it's the same exact thing, and um, you know, with an estate holding company, you know, it's filed as an S corp. You are benefiting on the tax side so much more than you are as just a normal person, because a normal person when they go and buy a house, it's a liability. It's taking money out of your pocket. Yeah, you're building equity. I understand that, and with the someday that that equity, um, you know, profits you in the long run. But when you when you have an at a, uh, an estate company, you're holding uh, an asset. Whether you file it correctly, you know, you're supposed to have that estate. The estate owns the property. So now you're renting it from the property. So now you're a tenant. So now you're producing cash flow. So you can now use that that future income for a, to qualify for another loan to purchase another property. And you can use that future income yep. on the next loan. And that future... So, you know, technically, you know, because a lot of people ask me when I'm talking about real estate investing, like, how do you qualify for a loan if you def- if you technically don't have uh, income, you know, a payroll income? And I'm like, well, that's because future income. You know, I use that, I leverage that future income in order to secure a loan. And that's, uh, you just keep on doing that because that, pr- that property is going to be a, a source of income. It's an employee to an estate company. Um, so... You know, I, I feel like, yeah, everybody should own their, whether it's an LLC, an S-Corp, a C-Corp, whatever you best fits what you're doing. Uh, but at bottom line, at LLC, you know, the, the way that taxes work, I never understood it. My dad used to always sit, tell me, um, you know, he, he had a lot of money and he would, he would go out and he would buy a Dodge Viper in cash or uh, he had a Shelby GT500. And I, I'm always like, you know, you didn't used to be this uh, flashy guy that would go out and buy cars. I'm like, you don't even drive them. So, like, what's the point? 
And he used to always tell me, you know, if I don't spend it, the government will take it. And I never understood what he was saying. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you could put your money in the savings. Like, I, I don't understand what you're saying. And I didn't truly understand it until I started going to college and taking these business classes. And the way that a corporation and even an LLC is taxly structured, you, you receive your money and you pay your taxes at the end of the year. The way a payroll job is with income taxes, you work, your money is taxed, and then you receive your money. And now you can go spend it on things that are going to be taxed again on sales tax. So those are that that's what he truly meant, but it was just a dumbed down version for me to try and understand for it to click in me once I gained this true knowledge. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really smart to be able to, you know, leverage properties that you currently hold into, you know, purchasing future properties down the line as well. I think, Absolutely. you know, that one saves that upfront capital and it's one way to, you know, leverage what you have currently and, you know, bring more light with that leverage within your past, within your state, of course. Well, one of the the biggest teachings in our academics that we're going to be releasing is uh, the power of leverage, you know, and knowing when to leverage and know when to not leverage, you know, understanding what's an asset and what's a liability. You know, you could have, like I said, you could have a house that's an asset and you could have a house that's a liability. You could have a car that's a liability. You could have a car that's an asset. If you buy that car and now you're renting it out to somebody to drive around, well, now it's an asset. So it all depends on how you use all these different things and learning on what you can leverage. Like, you know, Warren Buffett, he's got a huge stock and he doesn't touch it and he'll never touch it besides adding to it because he leverages his portfolio for loans because, hey, you know what? The only thing in this world that's not taxed is debt. That's the only thing that's not taxed. So, and that's how they keep their wealth. And that's how, that's what we're going to teach. You know, it's, uh, it's the, 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 the tax guy, he takes a large amount of your money and yeah. it's not just your income tax. It's your property tax. It's your sales tax. It's everything. And we don't know where the future is going with taxes. You know, taxes, I, I don't have experience. Yes. I'm decently young. I'm 30 years old. Um, but my experiences with taxes is they don't really go down that much. You know, they, 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 they skyrocket up and same thing with inflation skyrockets up and then it starts slowly trickling down. It never gets back to that, to that point it was. Um, so you got to figure out how to, yes, yes, absolutely. You got to figure out how to uh, limit your taxes legally, thousand percent legally, because you know, you don't, that's one person you don't want to mess with is the IRS. So every, all and when you structure your business and you actually have an estate holding company, I highly recommend getting a lawyer. And whether you pay him, you know, once a year or every month, you know, make sure all your documents are lined up so that you have security is the number one thing. The another thing that we're going to be teaching is security. Okay. So the way that you want to structure your estate is, you know, you have your holding company and then you have what your holding company owns. Okay, and each one of those things that the estate company owns is an LLC. The, the company doesn't necessarily own this home. It owns the LLC that owns this home. Okay, so every single property is its own LLC. So that way, if someone trips and falls on property A, they can't come after me for property B. It's just added security so that you always want to bring that to you because you never know what's going to happen. 
especially when you're renovating properties and you're doing different things, there's different construction crews. They have their own liability insurance, but also the liability always comes down to the estate. So you just want to be able to separate your portfolio and bring added security and be able to breathe at night knowing that even if someone does trip on property A or somebody gets hurt on property A doing construction, it's not going to completely tumble my entire estate, my entire family's life, my entire project. It, it, one property does not have anything to do Yep. The dominoes won't fall. And that kind of relays into my next question. You know, how do you plan on ensuring the security of investors' funds within Gilmore Estates and, you know, having, you know, kind of tokenized real estate investing to an extent, of course. And, you know, how will, you know, investors who invest into your project feel secure that, you know, you're not necessarily just going to run off with the funds after they invest? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, our portion of our liquidity is going to be locked in the LP for, you know, a hundred years, something like that, whatever the max we can do basically. Uh, Cause we're never looking to drain the liquidity. Actually, we're every single month, 10% of our entire estate portfolio, 10% of that revenue is going to add to our liquidity month after month after month. Um, and that'll never change. Um, like I said, this is for my family, my family's family forever. And uh, so we, we are also going to have multiple different private auditors come in, audit monthly to make sure that the amount of income that's coming in is the amount of income that is dedicated to the spots that we have legally said and obligated them to go to. Um, and, uh, you know, wh- whatever we can do, you know, we're always talking to our community, whatever we can do to bring more security, we're looking to do. Um, and if anybody has any suggestions, you know, we'll investigate it. We'll put the time uh, and get everything situated. Nice. Uh, it seems as if, you know, everything you're saying, it seems as if, you know, you're very structured with your work. And obviously that comes over time and creating those connections like you've mentioned previously. And it's nice to see because that alone really can ensure a lot of people who invest into you that you have the structure, you have the connections. And regardless of what happens, they're kind of more or less insured. And I mean, you know, you're being open, honest, and genuine about how you're yeah. going about executing, you know, investing into real estate through Gilmore Estates. And that alone really just shows, you know, one, a lot of confidence, but two, just a lot of safety at the end of the day. Absolutely. I'm curious to know now, you know, how does Gilmore Estates on Hedera make real estate investments more accessible and affordable to anybody who is, you know, new to real estate? experience in real estate or all of the above yeah so you know we're looking to um have a, a dap that you can actually write on hashback or any wallet that comes out and you know now in the future wh- whatever um we're looking to have an, an app that you can just click on and you go right to our launch pad and it'll break down everything on a side menu of um you know launch pad marketplace um uh learn to earn classroom uh, web through uh, metaverse, all this different stuff um, that we have in the works uh, will, will be accessible to anybody. And um, e- even with a lot of the uh, Web 2 stuff where you can invest in real estate, they've got a lot of high buy-ins, $10,000, $15,000. I've seen some $50,000. We pride ourselves in no minimums. Our token, it's I don't have the exact price of launch right now, but we're planning on keeping our token uh, relatively low 
you know, we're not looking for someone to have to invest a hundred dollars even into our product in order to gain some kind of return. Um, we, we realize that we're trying to be uh, worldwide. So uh, we, we realize that there's other countries that, uh, you know, $100 to them is a lot of money. Oh, it yeah. is life-changing money. So we want it to be accessible to literally everybody. So you can and invest as little as a penny into a property in order to start gaining some kind of revenue. Um, yeah. And I mean, even like what I'm thinking about now, you know, anybody can say that they're building out, you know, an estate project on Hedera or any other chain, but you're already established. You already have properties. You know, you already know the nitty gritty fine details behind, you know, how to start a real estate company, an estates company, and, you know, buy, purchase, flip, fix, flip, any sort of property. So you have that experience behind you, which once again is very assuring to hear. So now, I mean, how does the platform using Hedera Hashcraft technology make it more scalable and efficient than traditional real estate investment platforms. So um, basically uh, utilizing this blockchain and this community, we feel like uh, Hedera is just a ticking time bomb. It's just a matter of time before there's just mass amount of community. Um, so, you know, that's one thing that we're also trying to do is just network inside of this community so that when that does happen, it's just going to be natural adoption. It's just, you know, people are going to download a hash pack and it's just going to be an app there and they're going to click on it. And now all of a sudden they're investing in real estate and they don't, you know, they, they didn't even think that that's what they were getting into. They thought they were just trying to come here to invest in crypto. And now all of a sudden they own a portion of a real world asset. They own cash flow revenue from something that's really there. Um, that's something that's real. Um, that's not only uh, bringing in liquidity, but bringing in outside liquidity from investors that don't even know what Hedera is. Uh, you know, I, I've got tenants that are 60 years old. There's no way that they know what crypto is, let alone they're going to invest their money into it. But now they are. Their money is investing into Hedera. Uh, every one of my tenants, their money is invested, is going to be, and is invested in Hedera. Uh, and that's one of the big things we're trying to get people to realize. This isn't a project that's just you know, taking money from a Hedarian's pockets and putting it into another Hedarian's pocket. It's bringing money from people's pockets that don't invest in crypto and bringing it to Hedera. And that's what we feel like Hedera desperately needs. Uh, when we first got in and started talking to the community members and uh, different, you know, different people that build on this network, that's one of their big issues. And I have been always taught, um, find an issue and solve it. And you can make a business out of it. Uh, you want to start generating some kind of revenue or cash flow for your business? Find a problem and solve it with your products. And uh, that's what we're looking to do on Hedera. Uh, we, you know, when we first started coming in here and started uh, networking, getting a plan together, getting team members together, getting the right crypto lawyers, and uh, you know, we already have our real real estate lawyers and. You know, our lenders, uh, you know, my, my sister and my grandmother are is our realtor team. Um, they do awesome together. Um, and, you know, we're just we're just trying to push this product out and get it into Hedera's hands because we feel like and there's a from the, the people that I've been talking to. This is something that Hedera needs um, outside liquidity being brought in, uh, bringing an entire community of real estate investors um, and building uh, people into real estate investors 
uh, that never even knew they had an interest. That's incredible. So have you spoken to any say, security lawyers about, you know, you know, creating one, creating your own token on Hedera that I assume is not necessarily like an arcade co- arcade token It's going to have an actual value and it's going to be pegged to a specific amount of supply. And, you know, that value will fluctuate over time. Um, have you talked to any security, you know, advisors about, you know, the rev share model as well, being able to, you know, airdrop holders, specific amount of HBAR per month or per week, whatever you decide to go about with that. And have they really, you know, provided any sort of guidance and information about, you know, what is potentially a security and what is not? Yes, absolutely. Uh, We've done our extensive homework in that area. Um, The biggest advisement from them was to do more than that. You've got to bring more utility to it to separate your name of security. So uh, that's where the learn to earn platform came from. That's where, you know, we've got a lot of different utility that we're working on. Uh, you know, like the, I, I could mention the web three metaverse, uh, it's going to be a open home style. So, um, you know, there's different utility that we have to bring to this project in order to separate us from a security, because yes, if, if all that we, pr- all our project did was provide, hey, we're giving you this much H bar every single month, and it's not going to change. That would be a security. Yeah. Absolutely. So th- that's something that uh, you know we can't stop there. It's got to be at the actual entire entity of the project has to bring more utility to that the the investors than that. Makes sense. Yeah, that learn to earn platform really excites me because at one point. I was really interested in real estate and, you know, investing into real estate or, you know, fixing and flipping. I was also looking at wholesaling, uh, like wholesale real estate, um, but I never went fully through with it. And I, I assume, you know, I can, you know, name out tons of excuses that I want to throw on the table. At the end of the day, it was my choice not to stick with it. But I feel as if it wasn't, I didn't necessarily have that right guidance there. I you know you can read all the, you can read as many books out there as possible, but if you're not networking, getting your feet in the mud, and learning day to day on how the market works, you'll never learn the right way, I believe. And so I really think, you know, a platform like this, we're able to learn and also earn at the same time, it could be vital to a lot of people who are interested in, you know, starting or, you know, excelling and growing their current real estate sort of situation, I guess I'd put it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Like you said, wholesaling, uh, it sounds easy. But uh, if you don't step out of your comfort zone, you're not going to be successful at it. I mean, like calling, you know, making phone calls to bigger real estate investors can be a daunting task. And being like, hey, I've got this, uh, you know, $200,000 house. It's, you know, you could flip it. And, uh, you know, here's a contract. Give me $10,000. Like that could be, you know, scary to some people, especially like, you know, asking somebody for $10,000 for this contract, you know, for some people that's like, oh, that's a lot of money. But to a real estate investor, they're like, oh yeah, 10,000, that's nothing for a guaranteed purchase. Like I had to do no work uh, where I would have had to either hire a realtor or hire a team to go find this specific uh, profitable property. Uh, I would have spent more than 10,000. So, um, you know, for a normal everyday person that works a nine to five, going and asking somebody for $10,000 for a piece of paper, can be a daunting task for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, for me personally, it wasn't even necessarily speaking to the investors themselves. It was more or less speaking to the homeowners and trying to, you know, persuade them into 
finding that right deal that they'd be satisfied for a, a full-on cash buy buyer to come yeah. and you know swoop up their that house. Was this, this, this wasn't just their house; this was their home. And yeah. now you got to kind of swindle them in order to you know wiggle your your own money into it because at the end yep. of the day, you're doing work; you're putting in the the, the hard work. Uh, so. Um, yeah, it can be a daunting task, definitely. And, uh, you know, tell, you know, even trying to come up with little like things about the property that are wrong with it. Oh, well, th- this this dent over here, we're going to have to replace the septic in a couple of years or, you know, you're kind of nitpicking their house. It, uh, it can be insulting to them. Yeah, that's definitely. So, you know, speaking about some challenges, what are the challenges of tokenizing real estate assets that you've kind of faced, you know? progressing Gilmore Estates on Hedera, has there been any challenges? Or, I mean, you know, have you been able to really figure out and adapt to all the challenges that have potentially been faced through the connections that have been made? Yeah, so one of uh, our biggest hurdles is they're nothing like this being out. So there's that trust, you know, you, you got to build the trust. Because at the end of the day, you know, I you know, I'm talking to people in the Hedera community and, you know, I, I understand that they don't, they, they don't do what I do. You know, they don't invest in real estate. So why would I expect them to know? So try, I'm trying to like explain different things to my community members. And I'm just like, uh, you know, no, how don't you understand? Oh, wait, it's because you, I haven't taught you yet. You know, it's like, uh, um, so th- there's that type of aspect where the, you know, there's, you know, trust issues, obviously, because, you know, Gilmore States comes into the Hedera community and starts posting on Twitter and is in discords. And, you know, obviously a thousand percent, it can raise red flags. Who's this guy? Who, who, who's, and he's promising, you know, monthly revenue and he's promising to do this and that. And I, I, I totally understand that. So that's, uh, that's our biggest hurdle. And that will be our biggest hurdle for a while until we start proving ourselves. And, uh, we're, we're going to, we're absolutely going to prove ourselves, um, but other other than the you know that big problem, uh, you know, on the tokenizing side, uh, you know, our, our lawyers are very embedded into our company. Um, you know, I just had dinner the other night with uh, my real estate lawyer. Um, nice. You know, you know, my grandmother, she's big into it. She's done her research into crypto and blockchain and all the benefits of it because she's got her own estate holding company. Um, so I've I've had a tremendous amount of help. Um, and not only from uh, my real life team, but also from my Web3 side of it, my, my team that I've accumulated through through that, uh, just from people interested in my project jumping in, uh, inviting me to different Twitter spaces to talk. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people in the Hedera community that are uh, that are trying to build this community, that are trying to get the people that are actually building truthful companies here and getting them all into one place speaking. Uh, you know, I, I recently, I recently was just in a Twitter space with, um, uh, I don't know if you know the project, it's called hash pimps. They're working on a AI bot. So I was just talking with them and I'm like, you know, I was thinking, um, I'm like, what if I could integrate your technology with my NFTs that are the actual home that you're purchasing and the NFT will actually talk to you and tell you the price of the house the equity in the house, when the payouts are, you know, like every little detail you need about this house, you'll be able to figure out. Uh, so like j- just those little things of, you know, networking inside the community, um, you know, all the people that I've met that, and the advice that I've gotten from them, you know, like Captain Ron from Hedera Yacht Club, I've had a, a phone calls with him and, you know, just the knowledge that he's passed on to me about what's going on here. 
the amount of liquidity that's in Hedera and how there is a problem and we need to bring in liquidity. How are we going to do it? Um, you know, talking talking with uh, Manu at Kabila app, uh, and yep. him uh, walking me through the NFT process and building it and using their launch pad, just seamless. You know, I like I, I'm not this big tech guy. You know, I I I know how to use a laptop. I know how to download things and, and do different things. But you know, I never thought it would be just you know clicking buttons, typing in numbers, copy paste this. You know, this code to here. Um, it's just seamless. Um, you know, I, I've heard great things about all the launch pads. I'm sure they're all very similar. Um, just kudos to everything that those, those companies are doing. Um, yeah, you know, all the way down to, um, hash farms, getting in contact with them and the knowledge that they've instilled on, uh, the Hedera community and what's going on, what to look out for, uh, what your main goal should be. You know, you got to build trust, you know. Yeah, there's nothing like this out there. Like people are going to have questions. You need to have answers to it. Uh, you know, networking, showing your face, uh, getting your voice out there, letting people know you're a genuine company that's here to build, here to stay, here to grow with Hedera. Um, you know, uh, we we started when we first started. We were trying to go on Ethereum, and I, I was just I couldn't handle. It. I'm like, this is just too much. It's gonna be a lot in startup. Uh, so then I started doing some research, and uh, one of the one of the crypto influencers I followed, Mason Crypto, uh, and, and I just keep on seeing him posting stuff about Etor Hedera, and I'm like, you know, what is this? I'm like, he's into crypto, so obviously this is some form of blockchain. And then, uh, you know, I started looking into it on like Hashgraph, like, you know, this is something I got to look into. I'm like, the fees are, you know, ridiculously cheap. Like, this is something that can take real estate investing to another level. Um, so yeah, that's um, big kudos to everybody in the community. They've made it a, a lot easier than I personally thought it was going to be. Uh, not that it has been easy. Uh, there's been, you know, like I said, the trust and you know, just building day to day, operating a business, the private side of it, and then coming home and operating the the public side of it, and also all day answer trying to answer questions, trying to be there. Uh, you know. We're dealing with people all around the world. So, you know, you're answering questions at night. Um, you know, the, the things um, the things that have not only put strain on uh, on the business side, but also on my family side, you know. And my family has been rocks for this. They, uh, they're they here for it. Um, they support me in any way that I can. Uh, they try and make it easier. Um, and uh, so uh, I'm just happy with uh, how, how everything's going so far. And we're just looking for steady growth. We just want to keep on putting our left foot in front of our right and keep going and uh, prove to the community uh, what we got going on is real. We've got it. Um, you know, we, we send out Zillow links to the houses. If anybody is an investor already and hasn't gotten the Zillow links, reach out. Send me a DM in Twitter. Uh, we're completely public and um, transparent. Yep. I'll tell you what, Chris, you've sold me. And that's for sure. And, you know, I definitely feel as if you've picked the right home at the end of the day because Hedera is very sustainable, very, you know, very su sufficient, I guess one would put it. And uh, just overall, it's just a great community. You know, like you said, you've spoke with tons of age barbarians out in this space and all of them have been open arms to helping you, you know, navigate and find the right route and really find that right path that will fit you and Gilmore States as necessary. And so my final question today for you, Chris, 
what are the long-term goals for Gilmore Estates on HBAR? And yeah, where do you plan on taking this, say one, maybe five and potentially 10 years? I mean, I know you have a multi-year plan for this since you want to pass it down to your children and your grandchildren, but what are these long-term goals that you have established? So our, our long-term goal is uh, just for this to be normal, uh, for everybody to just uh, use our platform and uh, make money, uh, get into real estate, learn. Um, so you know, we're not going to stop. Uh, there's so many plans that are going to take years to develop, such as, uh, you know, like I said, our metaverse with open house and the time that it's going to take to build that. Uh, and we feel like um, there's literally, it could change the entire real estate world. Like, let's say I'm on the East Coast of America and I want to move to the West Coast of America. I don't, I can just hop on, put my headset on, and jump into the metaverse and start touring these houses with real realtors that are paid, that are walking people through these houses and purchase right there, purchase right on the platform, sign a smart contract, click a button and go move into your house. Amazing. Well, Chris, I mean, if there's any other things that you haven't left out yet and would like to touch up on, now would be the time to do so. But once again, I appreciate your time and I look forward to all of your future success on Hedera and with Gilmore Estates. I appreciate your time. That's uh, that's all I'm uh, going to be releasing right now. I mean, uh, if anybody has any questions at all, come over to my Twitter, DM me, hop in the Discord, start talking. You know, I'll, I'll try and pass on as much knowledge as I can. Amazing. And ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we will see you all next episode. Peace.